yeah. How nice. Welcome, everybody. Thanks so much. Welcome to the recording of the Stupidly Small Podcast, December 12, 2014. This is very weird. I'm Stu Farrell. Next to me uh, is Lauren Clark. G'day, Lauren. G'day, Stu. G'day, everybody. Hey, one more cheer so we know there's someone here, please. The good thing about the internet is that cheer will last forever and it's uh, good to have you all here. It's, it's uh, surprising how people can surprise you. Uh, they can disappoint you very much, but uh, days like today reinforces your belief that not all of you are a bunch of... Uh, Jerks. ...cold coffees. That's right. Anyway, what hey. we're going to be doing... Oh, very good. Very good. For the people at home uh, that... Are listening and have no idea what we're talking about. And welcome to the first time (laughs) listener. You've chosen uh, an excellent first time uh, episode to listen to. This is the launch of Stupidly Big, the towering media empire, uh, stupidlybig.com. And uh, it is also a recording of the podcast, uh, of the Stupidly Small podcast. We've got stickers here today. We've got like brand new designs. We feel like we're actually being. Born into the universe as uh, an adult podcast. Do we? I don't know. Do we feel like that? It's sort of sort of real. And for those listening overseas, you can hear the sound of trams. It's like being in Melbourne, so it's not a complete bust for you. Anyway, yes. it sort of feels like our, a, a Christmas party. It kind of is a Christmas party. It is a Christmas party season. I was walking down uh, Brunswick Street, mm. which is uh, this street, in fact, and... There was a whole heap of people at the Fitzroy Bowling Club and they were bowling and eating sausages and drinking beer, much like this right now. And I was, I thought, geez, the, the Christmas party looks so fantastic from out the outside, you know? <laughs> it's one of those ones where it really does, yeah. I think... And the food smells better than it tastes. Well, much like a sausage. A sausage will... Smell a lot better on the Barbie than ninety five percent of them will taste. Yeah, but if you do go, I mean, you work Christmas party. Usually, you're stuck with people that you don't like. You're there because the drinks are free. You're there because it signifies maybe the start of your holidays. But for people like us, well, this is our work Christmas party. Oh well, that, that could be the end of it. They're shutting <laughs> us down. I think five minutes. <laughs> Too in. many Bloody Marys. Uh, for that person, we'll we'll attend to, attend to them later. Hey, uh, I was somewhere yesterday, and you're going to tell me off because I'm mentioning the gym again. Oh, but I was surprise. at the, I was at the gym, and I went in, and there was a, a Christmas tree in the gym, right? And underneath the Christmas tree, there were fake Christmas presents, and all up and down the um, like the stair banisters and whatever, there was tinsel. And it was like the least cheerful, least festive, like, thing. I just thought, I reckon the corporatisation of Christmas or Christmas, <laughs> Christmas being anywhere except for where it naturally should be, which is in, in the middle of a family fight mm. in the, you know, on a boiling hot day where it suddenly rains halfway through the day. You know, like, that. it's, it's really out of place. The other place I saw it was yesterday I went to a, uh, I went past a music shop you know that one in Burke Street? There's a shop, there's a music... Allen's? Yeah, that's the one. Allen's. And obviously <laughs> somebody in there had thought, let's make it really festive. So they'd got like that, um, you know, like fake snow. <laughs> snow. Well, it was Except it wasn't obviously fake snow. It was packaging stuff. And they'd just torn it and plonked it on some drums in the front window. And why, why do Christmas well, we can... if you're an organisation? 
Like that's my big, that's my big question. Why would you do Christmas at all if you were? Well, it's a, it's another selling point, isn't it? Like you've got Mother's Day, Father's Day. No, but no, Easter. no, no. But I mean, even like even office Christmas parties. Why don't they? Why don't they just? The best office Christmas parties have no mention of Christmas. Nobody wears a hat. You know, there's no tinsel. It's just a, it's just a party. Yeah, but it, look, most. Would you agree that most companies treat you poorly? And I think a Christmas party might be the company's conscience in some ways. Like we're going to treat you like a piece of garbage for fifty-one and six days, but this particular day you're going to get a sausage. You're going to get a beer. You're going to perhaps get your ass photocopied and uh, maybe even kiss someone you shouldn't. But it's also a tax write-off. It's not, is it? Oh, of course it would be. be. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's half or nothing. Oh, God. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Do we need to have a meeting about... We need to have a meeting. Mm. But the good thing... <clears throat> Look, I've got to be honest with you. We, we haven't really um, prepared for today's show. And <laughs> no kidding. You can't tell, though. We, it's, it's just a weird... You know, like, I don't know about you people, but I would never personally attend one of these things. This to, this to me is... <laughs> uh, <laughs> so thanks. But this is absolute hell, you know, standing around. This, hey. There's two people sitting dude. here talking... This is absolute Shut hell. Shut the doors, by the way, Pat. Lock the doors. This is... You know, we got, like, stickers made up and we've got an amazingly designed new logo and stuff. That's called promotion. <laughs> this is absolute hell. It's called the opposite of promotion. It is. Uh, it, look, I'm going to keep going back to the Christmas party. Mm. I must. Because you say absolute hell. Yeah. Can no, we you have said sh- absolute hell, but carry I on. said absolute hell. Is, can we have a show of hands? Is there anyone here that enjoys their work Christmas party. Just a, a brief show of hands. Is there one person? Ah, uh, right. several. All right, we've got... Oh, no, I can't... We've got a, f- a few nerds in the house. Three. One, three, four, five, now, Stewie, that three was a little bit of an undercount. 400 I'd say people? between three and six. <laughs> What's out of 400 people, yeah. No, that's, that's a, not it's good It's a podcast, odds. it doesn't matter. It's great to be here at the MCG this sunny, uh, <laughs> sunny Friday morning. Um, is there any, has anyone had... Uh, accidental sex at a Christmas party. And I'm not trying to go all uh, commercial radio here. What are you doing? <laughs> I think that is the first mention of sex, and accidental or otherwise, in the entire history, the vast and varied history of this stupidly small podcast. Could be the champagne talking. I think it might be. And uh, I think you're revealing something a little bit about uh, your own experiences at work Christmas parties. Hey, should we move on? We should move on because we're going to uh, go to your questions. Now, Stiggy, have you got a little sting to get us to the question part? Stupid. Thank you to Hida who produced that uh, little number. We had someone actually contact us and want to make it into a ringtone. So uh, (laughs) stay tuned for that. Now... You've, you've been writing us questions. I hope they're good. What, what, I think we should perhaps uh, put this in a little bit of context. Yes, it's your job. We, uh, we did leave out some random bits of paper and asked people to give us any questions that they thought, um, you know, just things that they wanted to ask or wanted to say or anything like that. And, uh, Stu, you've got some in front of you there. Okay. Now, bear in mind, I'm reading people's handwriting. Yeah. Uh, you can read that one. Uh, all right. Excuse me, I'm yelling into the mic, Stig, sorry. Did you have any dreams about this launch 
And if yes, what are the details? That's from uh, No Limits for Hannah. Thank you, No Limits for Hannah. We'll start with you, Laura Clark. Uh, I didn't have any dreams, no. Did you? Nightmares. It's been... um, This is one of these things where you don't expect people to show up. Uh, and if they do, you don't know who's going to show up. But have a look at you, a beautiful bunch. Um, we've had a lot of, we've had a bit of trouble uh, with the food. The venue um, has been a nightmare to deal with. Oh my god! <laughs> we've got to make it controversial. We need this one to rate. <laughs> uh, but no, no, it's been fantastic. Thank you. Next question: What time of day do you normally record? What time does it usually appear online? Ah, uh, yes. Well, we usually noises. record. We usually record uh, – now, that's a very good question because what the, the plan is that you that we get together at 7 and we record at 10 past 7. That's the plan, isn't it? Yes. Has that ever happened? It's never happened once. No, right. We haven't done anything we've uh, – expe- Who, who's got the chainsaw? Can, I know you, it's, it's a pre-work function, but it's you can leave the, the work tools at home. the machine? No. Hi, everyone. No, everyone. Hello, <laughs> podcast listeners. Look, hey, welcome to no- random noises stew notices dot com. Um, what were we talking about? What time do you put this up online? Okay, this so is- we, our plan was to do it at seven and uh, be up by five, uh, record at five past seven. What actually happens is we turn up. We have the newspapers there. We talk about the newspapers. We talk about uh, what we did the night before. Uh, random other things that pop up, and then. Uh, we record at, what do you, what do you think, 7.30? 7.30 gets uh, recorded, of course, and then it's up online, sh- 8 o'clock sharp, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Has anyone ever found it at 8 o'clock? No. 8 o'clock? It's never, it, was up at eight, it was up at 10 past 8 once. That was the first one. Well, it was 10 past 8 p.m. We, yeah. It took us, uh, in fact, the whole day to get the first one up. Uh, since then, it's only taken about 50 minutes. <laughs> it's and a bit of a sound and light we've got, show. We've got the tech stuff down pat now, so... <laughs> Um, it's been a long, it's been a learning curve, but it's great to be at this point. It is. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. No. All right, so have you got any more? Yeah, no, go for it. Uh, do you think Farrell will be able to fit in a forward line with Sultan and Rogers? That I would imagine is coming from, let me see, Jason Evans. Do we have a Jason Evans in the place, the founder <laughs> of the Community Cup? I'm sure a lot of you have been to the Community Cup, the charity football match. Um, no, I, I won't be playing Jason full forward. But, uh, sorry, I'm not, I'm not texting, by the way. There was a note I had to. <laughs> um, no, no football, no fitting into forward lines. Do we have any questions from the floor? Because there's a couple of rude ones I'm not going to read oh, out. Oh, can I see? No. They won't. Uh, yes, what was that, Janelle? <laughs> <laughs> see how hard it is? See? It's not easy doing this, especially in front of a, a hungry horde. I've got a question, Stu. Uh-oh. We have uh, unplanned and unannounced and not known to me before I arrived at the venue steaming hot dim sims this morning. Well, this is it. There's a bucket of dim sims that I didn't know about. Well, I, I, someone sent us a message at stubilybig.com and asked if we had a steamer here. And has everyone had a dim sim? There was 100. That's a yes. So, so what you're saying is one of these fine people turned up this morning with 100 dim sims and steamed them for this us. This gentleman over here, Milky Milo, Yay, round of applause for these dim sims. An old uh, dim sim addict himself. Apparently this be, they've been made by the same Chinese lady since the 70s. Yep. And uh, how old is she now? 
115. <laughs> Fantastic. And she still puts her heart and soul. She only makes half a dim sim a day now. But, uh, they are, <laughs> He's been uh, saving them up for the last fantastic delicacy. 200 days. Uh, mm. Lauren, yeah. as you get past that, oh, here yeah. we go. Um, we are going to the Magic Tree Reindeer Place in something square. Now that... Is an overload of champagne. Is... <laughs> <laughs> yes, is a very special time. Uh, that's very good. Uh, how do you make the food taste so good? Well, um, that is a good question, actually. Do you know, we, we can just mention a few things right yeah. now. Uh, we um, have been there t- today. There are Brunetti Carlton have provided us uh, with plates and plates of the most beautiful little cakes and mignon and biscotti and fantastic things. That's Brunetti Carlton. Uh, they just they just delivered them for us this morning, so uh, massive thanks to them for that. Big shout-out to Brunetti Carlton. Round of applause. Who's eating this stuff? Um, and we've got to wake you up as well, so that's great. And uh, DC Coffee has have been amazing, providing us with uh, the coffee machine, etc. We've got the Milky Milo Chinese Lady uh, Dimmies. And what other food have we got? Who else has been in the kitchen? This guy. Yeah, shut up. All right. You, you, um, do you tend to uh, overestimate how much time you have available for uh, the provision of foodstuffs? Because you were in that kitchen until about five minutes ago. Let me tell you, look, catering, there's a tram for our overseas listeners, catering is a, uh, can anyone actually hear us up the back or is it just like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm glad it's been our worst show because uh, it, it means you're not missing a thing. You can listen back and cry. But um, no, no, catering is a sort of. Uh, there should be a patron saint of catering. Like, I mean, I know Jesus, it's Christmas time, we can talk about Jesus, but I know Jesus was probably the original caterer with the, uh, the fish and the, and the chips Wine. and the bread and the. Uh, it, what did he turn water into? Wine? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> Jesus being number one, there, there was the, of course, um, St. Uh, Augustus, who was the known as the anti-caterer. Uh, he, he would actually go to parties in, um, was it 13, 13 BC or something? And he would always be known, oh, here comes Augustus, the anti-caterer, because Jesus had this great reputation. And... Um, as being a good sort of party provider. So any party that Jesus would actually go to, Augustus would uh, crash, um, he would steal food, he'd, uh, you know, t- leave Colton cold in the bath, take the crownies home with him. Put and too much sauce on the... Too much, yeah, yeah he, no. he would poison the sauce with Tabasco. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with this, by the way. I'm just waiting for the speakers to start up. Are they going to start up? Oh, they are. Fantastic. Hello to everyone at the back. Can you now <laughs> hear us? All right. You know, you know the best thing about this is you get to hear the uh, final rap and thank yous. So, <laughs> so it's just one big uh, infomercial for you lot. But um, Stiggy, are you going to hit our little Stiggy? Ranting. I do apologise for my last rant. I was at, That was what you call a fill in the industry. I don't... <laughs> Jesus was not the original oh, caterer, and Saint Augustus was made up. What and uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, and poor Lauren you, had to sit there and just go tell. with it. You uh, couldn't tell. Um, hey, Faz, right. what's uh, have you got a, t- a tit bit today? 
Oh, shit. Oh, uh, there's your first swear word for the G-rated uh, iTunes podcast. Excellent. Uh, you know what it is time for, though? Hang on, no tidbits? Stupidly bins. Stupidly you bins. You think of your titbit while oh, I do stupidly bins. That's what I was looking for. Um, yeah, see, this is the well-oiled machine. We usually it, do this in private. Can I just say, like... You... That sentence is not... Um, <laughs> it doesn't often end well. Uh, so... It is bin night this evening in Northcote. It's recycling week, so don't put your green bins out. Put your recycling out. And Panton Hill, unless you live on the main road, it's bin night tonight. Uh, no, that's all wrong. They're both on Sunday. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's stupidly bins going. Thank you going. very much. It's, uh, reservoir is tonight. Reservoir or reservoir? Discuss. Uh, reservoir. Can we have a show of hands for reservoir, not reservoir? And for reservoir... One. Uh, so that's about 300 to 200 there, yeah. so that's great. <laughs> uh, anyway, look, so... All right, I'm going to give you... This is the tidbit or the titbit for uh, this live version of the podcast. There's people rolling in late for the thank yous. That's great. Thanks, Gemma. <laughs> Come on. All right, sorry for those listening at home. All right, today's tidbit. Mm. If you're wandering the street, say you're up and down a busy pub street like this, uh, Brunswick Street, and... Um, there's the chalkboard out the front, and you're feeling like a beer. And the chalkboard out the front says, uh, live acoustic duo playing covers and originals, avoid. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, will get you through the summer here in Melbourne <laughs> without any worries. So, live acoustic Can duo. Can I just say on that, oh. have you noticed a propensity for um, chalkboards out the front of pubs to be, like, witty and have sayings on them and quotes and, like, poems and, you know, no hipsters allowed and it's, like, the hipsteriest buyer in the hipsterdom? Or, uh, uh, look, I wouldn't be saying hipster around here. And, uh, and, and I'm just saying that it? they've got their... They're pretending not to be and then they are. It's, you it's know, a, and also... You, no, you did, right, because they, they're... Uh, the, the, the new proverbs, aren't they, the, the chalkboard, in that... Yeah. Uh, it, it is okay to eat a muffin once, but eat twice, and I know fish shall die or something like they're, they're, they've got false proverbs. <laughs> can that, I, thanks for clarifying that. That was really great. That's what I do now. Look, can yeah. I just say this doesn't? Uh, you know, this magic doesn't happen by itself. Uh, it's due to great people like our sponsors, and I have to thank. Uh, J- is Jansy here today? Right there in Yay. front of us. Round of applause to Jansy from Electric Buddy. Thank you. Who is this? <laughs> oh, poor old Foxy. I'm going to put him to sleep. Electric body. It's food for your skin. Okay, people. Now, have a look at us. Uh, have a look. Bathe in it. Huh? Bathe it in. Totally. Free from harmful chemicals and preservatives and parabens. Not paraffins, as not I said paraffins. yesterday. Although it's, it's probably free from them too. It's organic. It's got uh, colostrum, mm. which is uh, the most uh, organic juice are known to uh, animals. Oh, wow. Am I selling it right wow. here, Jansy? Jansy, I do apologise. Jansy's franchise is just flying out the window. <laughs> now, head to www.electricbody.com.au and uh, you can shop online. Did anyone mention Christmas? That's happening. And if you are a stupidly small listener, head to the coupon box and put in stupidly small and you get 10% off. I mean, really, I'd sell, 
I'd sell this stuff myself if Janji would let me in the warehouse. It's that good. So thank you to them. Did we thank everybody else? No, we didn't. And this is um, – really today the point hasn't been uh, anything other than getting all of you guys in the room because over the last while we've just been amazed by uh, how uh, awesome it's been to be in touch with uh, just people who we didn't even know uh, were there. So it's lovely to have you here as well. And so thank you individually to each and every one of you for getting up this morning and, and coming out. It's been uh, awesome to see you. Also, massive thanks to Brunetti Carlton, uh, to DC Coffee, to the Workers Club and these guys who got Shout up early for nothing. Thank you to the team. To, uh, to Pat, to Dan, who's been in the kitchen and probably can't even hear this. She's been slaving away. To Stu over here, uh, to Mopsy. To Milky Milo again, uh, Corinne, who designed our stickers and has done some amazing work for us over the last few weeks. You're just a gem. Thank you so much. Uh, to Mel Carr from Cars Label Printing for the stickers. Uh, Leaping Lariel, thanks, Leapstar. It's not, Thank you for hosting Leapstar. It's not... Um, Leapster was here before even we were this morning and uh, that is not his natural uh, way of being. Uh, So thank you very much to him and I reckon that that doesn't probably cover it and there's somebody like, you know, who we've outrageously forgotten to thank. But thanks to you specifically, (laughs) that person. And bear in mind that we we make this solemn promise to you. That this will be the worst podcast that you hear in the, in the whole stupidly small empire. This is the roughest one. We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know what we were doing, but we're glad you could come with us on the journey and uh, stick with us because hopefully we'll be back Monday, see what happens at Meredith. I told you I wouldn't mention Meredith. Sorry, Foxy. To everyone, give yourselves a massive round of applause. We're going to get out Thank of here. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. It's been great having you along. Get a drink in. Have a great weekend. See you next week. Lion Clark, see you next week. See you, Stu Farrell.